0: Welcome to the History Today podcast for June 19th, 2012. In this episode, Martin Evans discusses the Jews of French Algeria. The song you've just heard is by the Algerian musician Raymond Laris, popularly known as Sheikh Raymond. Sheikh Raymond's assassination in 1961 marks the starting point for the cover story of the July issue of History Today. In a fascinating piece, Martin Evans discusses the Jews of French Algeria and looks at the challenges they faced as the struggle for Algerian independence gathered momentum in the 1960s. He talks to History Today editor Paul Ley.
1: The
2: Jewish population at the time of the French invasion in 1830 roughly numbered about 25,000. This population, some of them had been there for over a 1,000 years, they'd arrived with the Phoenicians. Some had arrived in 1492 when Jews and Muslims were expelled from from Muslim Spain after the fall of Granada. So the the Jewish population was well planted in uh, North African history and culture Within Muslim society, they had a protected status. They were known as the people of the book. Uh, This meant that they were allowed to to, to follow the Jewish religion in return for a tax. And this meant that within North African towns and cities, there were clearly marked Jewish uh, uh, enclaves where, where, where Jews lived.
1: And one of the traditions that they shared... And it would say sparked off one another was the musical tradition. Because one of the key figures in your article is a person called Sheikh Raymond. Um, I wonder if you could tell us something about that musical tradition and about Sheikh Raymond.
2: The musical tradition really came from Muslim Spain. After Muslim Spain, the end of uh, uh, the fall of Granada in 1492, the various orchestras within Muslim Spain were, were dispersed really across North Africa. Uh, each town uh, within North Africa came became identified with a particular orchestra. That was the case for Oran, uh Clemson, and uh, uh, Constantine. And music was one of the uh, was one of the areas, really, which brought Jews and Muslims together. It was part of a shared heritage, a shared musical heritage, which stretched back many, many, many hundreds of years, and it brought Jews and Muslims together, particularly when there were, were, when there were weddings. Sheikh Raymond Liris, really, in the end of the 1950s, he had an orchestra, he had a recording career, and he was really recognised as being one of the best exponents of the playing of the Oud. He was from eastern algeria from constantine and he was identified with a particular musical tradition from eastern algeria the malouf uh, malouf tradition so really he was uh, a very 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 important person within the history of, of, of algerian music and everybody would recognize
1: that i think and his murder in june 1961 was a significant moment
2: It was a very, very significant moment. Of course, the war had begun in November 1954, uh, led by the the National Liberation Front, the the FLN, uh, against the French presence in in Algeria. Uh, There were roughly speaking about nine million uh, Arabs and Berbers, about a million settlers, and the Jews really were caught in between these two two societies. in a sense, Jews had to, had to make a choice. Did they support Algerian independence or did they support the continuation of French rule? Those Jews that supported uh, uh, Algerian independence and said that Jews had a place within a post-independence uh, uh, Algeria looked to Sheikh Raymond, Raymond Liris as, as a very, very significant figure. His music, in a sense, was a bridgehead between Jew and Muslim. And this is why his, 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 his murder uh, in Constantine, in the market in Constantine on the 22nd of June 1961, this is why it was so shocking for the Jewish community. And after that, in a sense, it, it was a tipping point. Jews now began to think, really, they didn't have a place in post-independence Algeria.
1: Now we go back to 1830 um, to see the French links to Algeria. We go back to the invasion of that year. Can you explain to us, to us, what happened then? Tell us the story of 1830 briefly, and also the ramifications it had for Algeria's Jewish population.
2: Well, France invaded Algeria in in, in 1830. Uh, initially, there was no big design to overtake Algeria or to see Algeria as a as a gateway into an into an African empire. But largely driven by the army on the ground uh france eventually annexed algeria as an integral part of france then at the end of the 19th century you have the arrival of poor uh poor europeans not just from france but also malta from spain and from italy and they're given french citizenship in in, in, in 1889 this also poses a real issue for the jewish community because For the French, the Jews are seen to be that community within Algeria that is the most easily assimilated into French culture. And in 1870, there are a series of laws that are are passed uh, uh, by Jewish-French politician, which give Jews uh, French citizenship, which in a sense differentiates themselves from Muslims who, although they had the status of French nationals, By and large, the Muslim population were voterless. They did not have the right to vote. And this meant that, in a sense, Jews, they began to occupy a very, very vulnerable in-between position. They were seen negatively by many of the settlers who saw this as the thin end of the wedge. If you've given Jews the vote, then what will happen afterwards is you will give Arabs and Berbers the vote. At the same time, in the eyes of much of the Arab and Berber population, in a sense, Jews were seen to have betrayed their true roots. They were seen to have made a choice, a choice for France. And for this reason, Jews experienced hostility, both from from the settler community and from uh, uh, the Algerian Arab and Berber community.
1: And in the background to all this is, of course, the great scandal about Dreyfus.
2: The Dreyfus affair has a considerable impact in, in Algeria. The whole issue about uh, Dreyfus was accused of handing over secrets to uh, to to Germany, this caused a huge scandal in France. Those who believed that Dreyfus was guilty, those who who did not, those who thought he was guilty thought that Dreyfus was part of a Jewish plot to undermine France. And really, uh, those people that, 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 that were opposed to or believed that, that Dreyfus was, was guilty, that, that, those anti-Semites had a very, very strong following within, uh, uh, within the settler population within Algeria. And in 1898, one of the leading anti-Semites, admitted. Theoreticians, Proumont is voted as a deputy within, within Algiers. So the Tréfus Affair had a very, very considerable impact on the anti-Semitic uh, uh, perspectives of, of the settled population.
1: And of course, the Second World War and Algeria's relationship to France also was quite significant for the events that began to take place in the early 1950s.
2: Yes. In 1940, you have the fall of France. That is an enormously traumatic moment for France. It also has a considerable impact, not just in Algeria, but within the empire, in a sense, undermining France's image of of invincibility. You then have the Vichy regime in a collaborationist regime within France and Algeria, the introduction of anti-Semitic laws that turn Jews into second-class uh, citizens. So the citizenship that was given in 1870 is is, is, stripped, is stripped away from them. So that, in a sense, shows the vulnerability of Jews in terms of their French status. At the end of the war, in May 1945, you have large-scale demonstrations by Algerian nationalists across Algeria and in the eastern part of Algeria in in Setif, this leads to anti-settler violence, which in turn leads to a repression by the the French army and thousands of Algerians are are killed. Many people see that as the real beginning of the Algerian war, which began in, in 1954 when you had a series of terrorist attacks across Algeria led by the National Liberation Front.
1: And the status of Jews now and Jewish history still remains controversial in Algeria to this day?
2: It is extremely problematic. I mean, partly because you have the whole question of, of Israel. Algerian nationalism has always historically been very, very pro Palestinian, and undoubtedly, the establishment of Israel in 1948 caused problems in terms of the relationship between Jews. Uh, and muslims within uh, 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 within algeria in 1962 the overwhelming majority of jews left algeria going not to uh, israel but to uh, but to uh, uh, but to france within algeria i think it would be true to say that there is a kind of prejudice against jews that is that is that is uh, that is deeply rooted nevertheless Uh, President Bouteflika in 2000 did recognize the contribution of Jews to North African and Algerian uh, uh, culture. However, when he invited uh, uh, the, the, the son-in-law of Sheikh uh, Ramon Liris, uh, Massias, to come and play in Algeria, there were large-scale demonstrations, both from FLM veterans and from Islamists. And and, and the, the depth of those demonstrations meant that, unfortunately, the concert by, by Erico Massias, which he hoped to be a concert of reconciliation, never took place.
1: For those who want to know more about the Jews of Algeria, they should go to the History Today's cover story by Martin Evans. It's a fascinating piece. Thank you, Martin.
0: You can read Martin's piece, Algeria's Jewish Question, in the July issue of History Today. Also in this issue, Graham Darby examines Britain's occupation of Sicily during the Napoleonic Wars. Anthony Hornyold offers an eyewitness account of the Iraq Revolution of 1958. Patricia Cleveland-Pack reveals the extraordinary life of the Scottish woman who became governess to the Spanish royal family. And Roger Morehouse interviews Anthony Beaver. The July issue is out June 21st. You can also get the magazine in our new tablet edition, which is available for the iPad, Android devices and Kindle Fire by visiting www.historytoday.com forward slash app. You can also listen to previous editions of the podcast and comment on anything you've heard by visiting www.historytoday.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.